165. Yes. We're going to be talking about productivity hacks. This is the third series in a series of three. And today we're going to talk about sleep hacks and desk hacks. Is that right, Stephanie? Did I say it yeah. properly? Close enough. Awesome. Close well, enough. Before we get kicked off in this awesome episode today, why don't we go around and introduce these awesome panelists. And uh, let's start with the, er, the one who's already in the future. She's all the way into tomorrow. Hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. I never know if I'm in the past or the future, but I'll take the future. <laughs> um, Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au. And I apologize in this sleep episode if I yawn because I'm very tired. <laughs> 7.08 a.m. Awesome. Well, I am so glad that you got up this morning to join us on today's episode. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, David. Uh, I am Stephanie Hudson, and it is a very reasonable 5 p.m. here, 5.09 p.m. So uh, it's pretty easy for me in the, on the East Coast of the U.S. I'm uh, broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm here representing Focus WP, which is a, a white label WordPress maintenance company for busy agencies. And you can find me over there at focuswp.co or in our Facebook group, Focus on Your Biz, which is a fun little group of people. And uh, I also have a marketing agency that is um, called Sweet Tea. You can find me at sweet, enjoysweettea.com or sweettea.beer uh, for my brewery folks focused things. I don't normally list all of these places, but sometimes I get URL envy because these guys always have so many millions of links that they're giving out. But also I think sleep and workspace organization come into play a lot when you're talking about juggling that many different projects and websites. So. Well, I absolutely love sweet tea beer. I mean, oh, <laughs> what does that taste like? It's got to be awesome. <laughs> um, I'm glad you're here, Stephanie. Hi, Tim. Thank you. Everybody, Tim Streifler here. I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California, and it is currently 2.10 p.m., so a few hours behind Stephanie and like a whole day behind Sarah. Um, and uh, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be talking about productivity hacks as uh, I think Sarah mentioned, um, her and I have that in common where we like to nerd out over productivity and sleeping really? hacks and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me online at divilife.com where my Divi plugins, child themes, and tutorials are. TimStreifler.com for my client services business and WPGears.com where I have a course, Divi Business Expert with this guy i think i'm pointing in the right direction here um so yeah that's all of my earls yeah. well all your not earls. all of my earls but all the no, earls i not. like to talk about you know where else you can be found where all of us can be found at divi.chat which we never ever say i was <laughs> gonna true. say it i was gonna say it but yeah david <laughs> does say that often actually oh okay. Okay. Often, would... but every once in a while yeah um Tim, I'm glad you are here too. I'm glad to be back this week. Uh, last week, I had some some expected, unexpected guests. My son and nephew, and some, um, you know, a couple of their friends came up too, 
Ashland, Oregon to spend a couple of weeks with me where I am right now. And it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and so I missed last week and, uh, it was a great episode. Got to rewatch it and, uh, excited to participate in today's episode. You can since find, you, since you, Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. Oh, man, I haven't even done all my stuff. I'm Stephanie. sorry. I know you got a whole yeah. list of Earls. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me do my Earls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> man. You're uh, so good. Exactly. on with it already. Am I free? Uh-oh. I'm blaming um, uh, CEO and co-founder of Aspen Grove Studios. You can find me at aspengrovestudios.com. Also, the owner and partner at Divi.Space, which is our Divi products company. Tim's already said WP Gears, which is where we do courses and podcasts and stuff like that and obviously divi.chat if you haven't been to our website go check that thing out it was built four years ago and it's still one of the baddest ass websites <laughs> it's a cool website. built i mean where Thanks are you Leslie. where are you miss bernal we miss you right. we hope you come back we and see us sometime do. soon um so, yeah. I hate to break it to you. She ain't listening. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to text her and tell her she tell needs her. to watch the intro of this damn thing. I know. And well, welcome to all of our normal participants on YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, thank you. We've been on YouTube for the last few years. We've recently incorporated Facebook. It seems like we get a few views there and stuff. We don't monitor it that much. So if you're asking questions, we apologize. Jump over on YouTube because that's where we like to hang out. That's where our posse is. We'll uh, do our best. I'm Stephanie, what were you what were you gonna keep say? Tabs. You were saying something. I know. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm really sorry. No, I that was okay. rude. No, I was right. going to say that since you missed last week, I was gonna catch you up. And anybody else who is listening to these out of order, uh, two weeks ago, actually, which was episode one fifty three. 163 we start yes at 163 we started talking about productivity hacks and we had a very long list which very quickly got shortened because we took like almost a whole episode on one of them we decided to just break it up into a couple so we talked about web design hacks in 163 and then last week in episode 164 we talked about email hacks which was it was surprisingly easy to talk for an entire hour just about email hacks So if you guys um, are going out of order, you may want to jump back and uh, you don't have to listen to them in order, but um, don't miss those other productivity hack episodes. Yeah. And and if I can, I kind of want to set up this topic a little bit. I'm the resident definer. I don't know if uh, sleep hacks need to necessarily be defined, but I would like to kind of set up the the topic because you might be thinking, well, like, what does this have to do with Divi? What does this have to do with web designers? And um I mean, basically it has everything to do with the fact that if you run your own business and you work from home, having good routines and sleep habits and workspace hacks and whatever you want to call them, um, really is like a major part of, of, uh, being productive and being successful. And so that's kind of the, the logic behind that or with this whole series really is wanting to share all of our tips and tricks and stuff, as well as get feedback from our live chat on the things that help us be more productive and get more done because um, 
a lot of us have been working at home for a long time. And so we've kind of developed these habits, but some people it's brand new with COVID-19 being forced to work from home is like a huge change. And so it's like, I've had the last six years to adapt and, and form these habits and stuff and like finally get to a routine where I can say confidently, like, this is what works for me. And a big caveat, what works for me might not work for everyone else. And we're probably going to talk about the different things here with us panelists that we do differently. But I think that's kind of like the purpose of this topic is like, if you can have good habits with sleep, it means you're going to be more productive during the day, which means you're going to get more work done. And ultimately you're going to be able to build more websites, make more money and whatever your driving, driving forces. So that's kind of the purpose behind this web, uh, episode, if that makes any sense. Keep talking, Tim. I'm sharing our, our feed on social media and I cannot do those two things at the same time. <laughs> so why don't y'all keep it why going? Dive in? I'm going to share it. Yeah. Dive in. I'm going to talk about why I decided to start focusing on sleep. Um, so like, so this is going on with the setup, I guess. Um, when I first started my business, I reckon about a year in, I started uh, tracking my computer usage, which I've talked about a number of times. And then at about a year, I noticed that I really wasn't achieving very much. I was sitting at my desk a lot, but I wasn't achieving very much and I wasn't making a lot of money. And so I started to work out how I could modify that. And what I realized was I was really tired. And when I was really tired, I would sit at my desk and I'd be like, I have to sit here. But then I would be like really, really unproductive. And over time, I started to realize that some of my productivity was purely the fact that I felt like I should be sitting at my desk for really long periods of time, but I was so tired that I couldn't focus. And so then I would just flit around and do all these different things. And I suddenly had this like, oh, you know what? And then what happened was I got a Fitbit. So I don't know Did if you anyone's got a Fitbit. moment? Well, I, I don't know if it was a moment, but <laughs> it was a combination of all of this tracking on my computer and then combined with the fact that I got a Fitbit at the time and it, it tracks your sleep. And so I started like watching my sleep and going, oh, that's interesting. And so over the last, I don't know, uh, five or so years, I've been tracking my sleep and just slowly learning things about my sleep. Um, and it, it just got me interested. I am a bit of a nerd, like Tim said. I love data. I love learning all this different stuff. And I started to notice patterns but more than that, what I noticed was when I had good sleep, I was more functional at work. And so it started to make me more interested in my sleep. Um, so I guess as coming into this, one of my big tips would be get something to track your sleep because it can be really interesting when you think how you slept, but then you look at a tracker that sometimes it can give you completely different information. And sometimes that can be really helpful because you can start to combine, well, why was that a good sleep or why was that a really bad sleep? So that's going to be one of my big tips is Love they don't it. have to be expensive. I currently use an Apple watch, but Fitbits are really affordable. Um, and so if you don't have anything, I'd recommend getting something that can help you track it because it, it can give you a lot of really information, uh, really good information. So that's yeah, my number that's one awesome. tip and the reason that I came to sleep tracking. That's awesome. I love that. I, I think for me, the the biggest tip I can share is consistency with sleep. And so what that means is have a consistent routine where you go to bed at roughly the same time every night and you wake up at roughly the same time every morning. 
And like, that might be a little awkward at first. Cause I know so many people have like these, like, oh, you stay up until 4am and you go to bed at like 10pm and then you like stay up until 6am, you know? And so like that just ruins everything. Like consistency is key. And so um, for me, yeah, going to bed at a consistent time, waking up a consistent time and it, it can start out to be where it, like, it feels awkward and you aren't tired and you're like, Oh, I'm not tired yet. So I'm not going to go to sleep. But if you get into the point of where you're forcing yourself to like stick to that routine, well, you'll get to the point where you'll get tired and you'll be ready to go to sleep right at that normal time. And so like to the point where like, you'll just be sleepy. And then with that, in terms of routine is having a regular like bedtime routine, like whether that's like your oral care, brushing your teeth, all that kind of stuff. Cause like there's like brain associations connected with those routines where it like reminds your body that you're going to be going to sleep. And so it starts releasing the chemicals, melatonin, whatever. Have you guys ever like laid down in bed and you haven't brushed your teeth yet? And you're like, oh, I can't be bothered to brush my teeth. And so then you don't bother. And you lay there and you lay there and you lay there and you're like, I have to brush my teeth because the taste is wrong. And I can't sleep because <laughs> yeah. the taste is wrong. So then you get up and brush your teeth and then you go to sleep. Yeah. Well, kind of the opposites happened to me where I'll be like, you know, what? I'm not, my wife is going to go to bed early. I'm like, I'm not tired. I'm going to you know, go to bed at the more normal time. But then I go up and I like brush my teeth and do that stuff. That way I won't wake her up when I go to bed. And then doing those things, I'm like, you know what? I am tired because it like reminded <laughs> my brain that like, oh, it's bedtime. So That's then I so ended up funny. wanting to sleep. Yeah. No, but I, so. I have done where I'm like sitting up, like I'm watching television or I'm on the couch or wherever. And somebody will say like, why don't you just go to bed? You know, my family or whatever. And I'll be like, I'm too tired to go to bed because there's, like, <laughs> there's too many things to do. You know, you got to wash your face, you got to brush your teeth, you got to get dressed for bed whatever it's like oh it's like if I wasn't so tired I would go to bed actually so I do a lot of sleep tracking too I've sleep I've done sleep tracking for a long time because my sleep cycles were really out of whack several years ago a number of years ago I had some health problems and like I just slept way too much and so that got me very very interested in tracking it and I I may I may go get one of these watches or something I don't have an apple watch I would like an excuse to get one, so maybe this is it. But um, I don't know if I, if I could sleep with that on. Like, I feel like it that takes maybe two nuts. or three nights, and then you'll be totally used to it. The first night, I, use, I didn't sleep very well, and then after that, I was all good. I use um, I use an app on my phone currently, but I've I had an Android. I don't know six or seven years ago, and the apps on there were so much better. I don't know why they. I cannot find an app on my iPhone that I really like. So if anybody who's listening knows of a good sleep tracker app, please let me know because I would love it. The, um, the app that I used to have, it would show very distinctly like light sleep, deep yeah. sleep and REM, those three categories. And the ones that I can find now, and I have tried, like, I haven't gone and done investigating in a, a, maybe a year, but at that time I had tried literally every sleep app, like all the paid ones, all the everything, like I've tried all of them. And the one I use now is called pillow and it's okay. Like there's a lot of times where I'll, I'll set my alarm, I'll set it to track and then I'll start doing something on my phone. I'll get distracted. And then I'll like go to reset it and it'll say I was asleep for 20 minutes. You know, it's like, clearly you're wrong. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you got to kind of take those with a grain of salt. But I really like the ones that showed more of the, like the sleep cycles that you're in. Cause I think that is the most important part, not just like how yeah. long you slept. Although I do like, 
tracking how long as well. And then a lot of them will give you recommendations like, uh, like I'll get a little alert and say like your, your ideal bedtime is coming in like 20 minutes or something like that. Once it starts to see that I'm getting like better sleep, it starts to like clue me in again. I don't think it's super accurate, but, um, what, what were the the most accurate? I think the most accurate thing, the Fitbit has its own app um, and because it's a device and it's working on your movement, I think it's really accurate. So I think that's the most affordable um, like device. You can get bed mat things. Um, you yeah. can get all sorts of things if you don't want to wear something. The Apple Watch is obviously the most expensive of the things, but if you already have an Apple Watch, my advice would be set up a charge into your workspace because you're going to need to charge during oh, the day. Right. You have to charge so that's the downside day. of an Apple Watch. But if you do have an Apple Watch, I would recommend the app AutoSleep because it automatically tracks. You don't have to turn it on. It will just track when you're asleep. It That's will give good. you a score in the morning. It does your deep sleep and light sleep. And then it also tells you your readiness score for the day, which it works off your heart rate. And the reason that is so important to me is I have chronic fatigue and my feeling of my energy is not accurate to my body. <laughs> so I can feel like I have energy but it's not necessarily accurate. And this readiness score is bang on every day. It like, it will predict if my body is about to crash. I may not feel like it, but it will 100% predict it every time. And so for me, that app is just incredible. But it does mean you have to charge during the day, which is a pain in the butt. So it's a way up. What's it called again? Auto sleep. It was a paid one, but it was like two bucks or something, like yeah. not expensive. To get the good stuff, like the good oh. trackers, you do have to pay for them. Yeah. So and 10. you want an automatic one. Make sure it's auto because who remembers to turn it on? Not me. I'm sorry, but I just don't. So I 10, do only you, because it's connected to my alarm though. Are you going to uh, install the sleep app on your iWatch like me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might try. I've never done actual sleep tracking because i've never oh, felt the need to it. do it so yeah I, I, I probably <laughs> will yeah just to do it um however right now w- with my wife being pregnant there's there's more movement happening where she's uncomfortable and stuff like that but anyway but even that is interesting right because i, oh, I guess convinced my husband to start tracking his and we are able to see sometimes one of us will have a bad sleep and it fully impacts the other one. Or sometimes we've managed to like yeah. offset each other. And it's like, yeah, it's just really interesting to see there. Are, and when you make modifications to be able to see actual data of like, so one of the things, I guess I'll move on to another thing. One of the things that I have discovered through sleep tracking, which I would not have realized without sleep tracking is that alcohol and sugar combined for me are my, like my bad things so a hundred percent it doesn't impact whether or not i wake up but it impacts my deep sleep Mm -hmm. so if i have alcohol and sugar particularly after dinner but generally anytime during the day i will get no deep sleep at all and if i if i don't have sugar and alcohol the first day i'll get a little bit of deep sleep the second day i will get heaps of deep sleep and I have tried to like reject it. I have tried to work around it, but honestly, the data doesn't lie. Like every time I have sugar and alcohol, like it just does it to me. And sometimes if I have a whole week with no sugar and no alcohol, I can have one drink and I'll still have deep sleep. But by the second night, because often on weekend, I'll have junk food and alcohol. You have weeks with no sugar. Well, I've gone to having weekdays without sugar, (laughs) purely, purely 
for the purpose of sleep and I can't deny it. I just can't deny it. So it's a good motivator, which is great because honestly, weight loss is not enough of a motivator for me. I just don't care enough. But what I do care about is my sleep because of my health. I really care about that. Yeah. And because I want to be more productive at work and I can't deny it. It shows up in the data every single time. Yeah. There there's the data doesn't lie. There's actually, there's quite a few, uh, high performance entrepreneurs out there that preach that no alcohol, no sugar, no dairy, no meat. There might be a fifth no, one. No breathing, no, no breathing, joy no in water, life. but no, nothing, no happiness. but it's like these guys, these guys and, and gals that are doing like 10 million, 20 million plus a year in revenue. And they like preach of like, no alcohol, no sugar, no dairy. Yeah, but no they, meat also and stuff. It's no like, they also have no life. They also have no life. Exactly. And so like, I'm not going to cut meat <laughs> out of my diet. Like I'm cutting back on sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. like I already, I already don't drink alcohol. So it's like, I'm, I'm cutting way back on the things that were weaknesses for me, sugar and, 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 uh, and meat and stuff like that. But I mean, if, if I don't know, it's, it's hard if, to argue with data. Yeah. Like you said, Sarah, if, if yeah. you saw my picture that I posted in Slack, you realize that I didn't sleep very well last night. So now <laughs> I know why. <laughs> and part of the problem, right. Is that I think the problem with alcohol and well, not alcohol so much, but with sugar and caffeine. So another thing I discovered is I can have a proper coffee in the morning and then I can have a couple of like instant coffees, but that's it. Like I can't, my body cannot handle more caffeine than that or it impacts my sleep. I can't have chocolate after midday. This is like the saddest thing in the whole world. That's but horrible. again, I've tried to reject it. And my body is obviously very sensitive to caffeine. Not everybody's going to be like this. My husband can drink coffee before he goes to bed and he's yeah, fine. So everyone's different, right? But, one. yeah but for me <laughs> i can't i just can't have it but part of the problem right if you don't sleep well i wake up the next day i'm desperate for coffee i will go for that second espresso or third espresso and on top of that i will be like craving the sugar and i'll just be like chowing down all the sugar and it just becomes this cycle of like I'm craving all this instant energy and then I sleep bad, which means I'm craving all this instant energy. And somehow you have to break that. And that's hard. Like it's not a simple process and it, you've got to work out your triggers, right? So for me, caffeine midday has to be my end point. It just has to, but for some people it'll be something complete. It might be like gluten. I don't know. Like you might have something else and you go, Oh my gosh, when I don't have this, I sleep well. Yeah. So yeah. in the chat, just said something about trying tea, which this is interesting because different caffeine affects you differently. That's true. If yeah, yeah, I drink totally. like some ice, if I drink like iced tea, if I have like a couple refill, like a refill or something like that, if I'm out, I, I'll be jittery from that. Wow. But like I could drink coffee and go straight to sleep. So it's, yeah. it is, it's That's a different, amazing. it's a different yeah. caffeine. Yeah. My um, one sleep hack thing that I do that I, I recently started doing this past year uh, I'm going to give a shout out to another YouTube channel. It's called Green Red Productions. And I'm not sure if you guys have ever come across it, but basically they live stream um, frequencies, music and frequencies on YouTube. And they have different like binaural beats for like happiness, joy, productivity, deep sleep. That's cool. That sounds fascinating. This is a bunch of, I don't know if it's a bunch of hooey. Or I know. Not. I always wonder that too. But 
But does it work? Yeah, data. I will. I will. <laughs> I don't know if they're just that. You can get I a open shirt up my too. laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to look at the data. Um, I open up. I open to it at night, and I got to tell you, I I notice a huge difference when I don't do it versus when I do do it. And the way that I know this, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just be transparent. Oh when boy, I feel older, like this is going to be when you, when you get like 50 uncomfortable. You have, to, you have to go to the bathroom more at night than you do when you're younger. As you get older, it yeah. just your bladder smaller, whatever. And I'm telling you, when I put on the music and stuff, I'm not up as many times during the night. So I think nice. it's definitely affecting me in a positive sleep way. I don't know that it's there's anything scientific or what. I don't even know how the hell I found it other, other than I love listening to music, um, whether I'm working and finding different types of things that I can use to... Um, you know, incorporate music throughout the day and stuff is, is pretty cool. And this one I've been using for sleep and we'll put the link in the show notes on, on Divi.chat, but it's green red productions on YouTube. And uh, they have lots of different ones to choose from and they're pretty cool. I mean, now I, a lot of people have trouble falling asleep. Yeah. I do not. I yeah, hit the I pillow know. and I am out. I'm same. gone. I bet you I can get to sleep faster than you, Stephanie. You want to race? I'm the same way, man. I'm like, yeah, same. Boom, I'm out of in. You know, I used honestly. to be that way. And then everything changed when I got sick. And I think part of the reason it changed was because I stopped being able to exercise. So mm. kind um, of as a side tip, I think exercise is really helpful for your sleep. Yes. Um, but because I can't exercise, I have had to learn other tools around how to allow my body to wind down and get to sleep better. But I interrupted Tim. So before I go on to any of my tips, I'll <laughs> yeah, let no, Tim talk. I I, I think um, exercise is a big component of sleep as well. Uh, and so, yeah, cause I'm, I'm the same way. Like I fall asleep right away, never have trouble. And I think part of that is, is cause of the habits. So for example, like I said, getting up at a consistent time, going to bed at a consistent time, having a consistent sleep routine, um, and then also having consistent exercise every single day, like literally every single day I get exercise. And I think that like, it all just like helps you get into the rhythm of everything. Um, but one thing I want to mention, David said, uh, the, the tip that he mentioned that he's not sure if it's, you know, just a bunch of BS or not, but it seems to work for him. Uh, and, and I think that's an important thing where like something that works for me might not work for, for David and vice versa. Um, yeah. and so uh, like even when, when there's like studies to back certain things, it's never 100% of the time it leads to this. It's always like, you know, in, in 60% of the time or this, and, and that basically goes to show that like everyone's different. Everyone has different things, different triggers, you know? And so I think it's just kind of Six, important. 60% of the time it works all the time. Exactly. <laughs> but it and does so say, I, well, why not give it a go? Like, why yeah, not try exactly. it? And my recommendation, if you ever try something, is don't just try it once and then be like, no, nah, it doesn't work. Like, right. I think with any of these things, you want to try it for at least a week and then go, nah, it doesn't work. At least. Or, oh yeah, my gosh, it now Especially suddenly works. My big tip is consistency. And so you can't, like, right. by definition, you have to be consistent with it for it to work. And yes. Tim, a lot of the things that you do that are really, that make you successful is because your brain works very good with like a regimented schedule. Like your brain and body do well with that. 
my body wants to just fight it and rebel. Like I can say like, I know that I shouldn't have this to eat or that to drink or whatever. I know that I should go to bed right now. And I'll just be like, but I want to watch TV and have a drink and eat chocolate. You know, like I, I just rebel <laughs> against it. I'm like, I'm that rule breaker personality type. And it's yeah. really different. I even break my own rules. So I, there's a, there's a bit of a struggle for those of us who aren't as fortunate to have your like military nature. Yeah, no. And, and I get that for sure. And I, I mean, I, I break my own rules too. So like, for example, it's like, I'm not tired. I want to keep watching TV. Like I, I do that too. But I think what helps you get back on track is making sure that you wake up at a consistent yeah. time, because then the next day it's like, I don't want to stay up late again. Cause I'm going to wake up and just be well, tired. You'll feel so. tired. Yeah. 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 Well, some of it is just uh, breaking a rule, but knowing you're breaking it and knowing the impact it's going to have. Like if I'm like, I just want ice cream, then I'm going to have ice cream and I'm going to go and I know that it's going to impact my sleep, but I want to have ice cream and I'm accepting the fact that it's going to impact my sleep tonight. So some of it, like I will often have alcohol and sugar on a weekend because I know there might be a chance I could sleep in in the morning and offset the choice that I'm making. So as long as you know the choice you're making and the impact it's going to have, I think it's okay to break your rules. And if there is yeah. a way you can minimize that into weekend sleep or, you know, whatever, then that's even better, um, I think. One of the things I do to help myself fall asleep because I have found it a little bit harder lately and um, I do tend to wake up in the night sometimes now, whereas I never used to wake up ever. Uh, one thing is I don't drink any water after dinner because then I don't have to wee after, you know, in the middle of the night. But one of the things um, I also got was this, it's really dorky, like it looks terrible, right? But it's this headband and it has headphones in it and it's wireless. So I used to fall asleep um, with like an earbud into my ear, but I used to wake up and it would be like wrapped around my neck and, you know, all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> um, but for me, reading has never been a great thing for me at nighttime. Reading works for a lot of people. And if you can do that, great. I think that's really good. Uh, for me, I listen to audiobooks. So I put on, or podcasts, they have to be not too interesting. And uh, I, I like the Stuff You Should Know podcast because their voices are reasonably monotone. The stuff's interesting enough to engage me and stop my brain from functioning on like thinking on all other things, but not enough that it'll keep me awake because I'm like desperate to know the things. I put a 30 minute timer on and generally I will have fallen asleep with an audiobook or a podcast by the 30 minutes. If I haven't, I just put on another 30 minute timer and I'm generally asleep um, and so for me I just find the headphones make a really big difference because I can listen to something without disturbing my husband I was um, gonna say your husband is a lucky guy that sounds well you know really I, hot. <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't oh it's awful right but I'm going to sleep so it's not like he's I'm trying to get action at the time. Just I'm just trying to go to sleep. So I've got this headband on and then I have this massive <laughs> eye mask. It's like so big, but it's really flat. And, it, and it's got two bands. You're going to have to a photo of this tonight. I know, right? I'll, I'll send you a photo. It'll be really, really gorgeous. Um, so this really big, but it's really flat and it has two bands because I'm a side sleeper. And so then it was like, like it would dig into my ears and that was really annoying. So for me, I know it sounds like ridiculous, right? So you you can either go to sleep or go shopping during COVID. Oh, totally. I'd be like the state of fashion. <laughs> um, 
but for me it works right and and it's about like for me I was getting to this point where I just desperately needed sleep and I didn't want to disturb my husband when I wake up in the middle of the night so when I do wake up in the middle of the night instead of letting my brain engage I just put whatever I was listening to on again with a 15 minute timer and I'll go straight back to sleep no issues at all and for me that works it's not going to work for everyone if you don't have a partner next to you you can just do it like audibly which is great but for me, I needed something that was quieter, so I'm not disturbing him. Um, and yeah, and then getting a really good pillow. Now, this sounds really stupid and I 100% get it, right? But I spend $100 on my pillow, which is a lot of money, and it is the best $100 I've ever spent. Like it is, it just makes my sleep five times better. If I go travel, I take it with me because I just sleep better with this pillow. What so kind of pillow it's one of those it? like concurve contour ones. Oh, yeah. And so like when you like, oh yeah. So when you like lay in it, it's like the bit goes it into your neck, neck up and it oh, just good. makes what me sleep better. What brand is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. It like just one from down at the shops. Um, I'm not really sure. Yeah. But my, my there's wife a lot I... around. It is the um, micro, the stuff that like sinks in and molds to you. Memory foam. Is. Memory foam. That yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It is yeah my, my wife and I, when we travel, we bring our pillows uh, as well. And so we always yeah. look like the weirdos carrying our pillows in the air. Well, I'm there with everything. you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it makes a difference. Here, here's the tip though, is what we do is we bring a extra thick pillowcase that we put on over our normal pillow and pillowcase for the airport because Ooh, the airport is disgusting. So you didn't get all the germs on. Yeah, and then we just take that off, put it you know, under our bag or something, and then put it back on when we're going back to the airport. Because nice. uh, we actually had one, one TSA agent's like, ooh, that's gross. You might want to flip your pillowcase inside out after. He's like, that conveyor belt has all kinds of things on it. And we're like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, we're pros. We, got we know this. what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you you so- know, we haven't even gotten a desk hacks i know we have it yeah and i care a lot about ergonomics remember i made us do an ergonomics episode once and nobody wanted to talk about it and you guys made fun of me (laughs) but i do can i i just have one thing that i wanted to talk about on the sleep thing that i i've mentioned on the show before but i'm very interested in it and it is uh biphasic sleeping which is basically or polyphasic sleeping which is basically sleeping in more than one chunk So like a lot of us, we'll sleep during the night and maybe we don't get our full eight hours or nine hours or however many we need. My body wants 10, which I feel like is a huge jip because there are people that can just- how my wife is too. She could sleep 12 hours a night every night. Yeah, I could too. You could probably go in six, but I'm like, that's not fair. You get four more hours of life every day than me. Like I hate, it drives me nuts, but, but you need it. But if you don't get whatever your body needs and then you need to take a nap in the middle of the day, Like the word nap is always frowned upon in our society, even though half the world takes a siesta every day. And it's like, I don't understand why that's a thing. But anyway, uh, if you break your sleep up into multiple things, I did this when I was really tracking things, Sarah, you should try it. You should try it where you, so I, I needed a minimum of like eight and a half hours of sleep to be like at a decent functional level. But if I broke my sleep up into like, five hours at night and two and a half in the afternoon or something like that, I needed an, an entire hour less of sleep to feel exactly wow. the same. So I bought back an hour of my life every single day, which to me but is then significant. how do you make that functional, right? Because it's I, very like I get on a difficult. weekday, I might be able to make it work, 
maybe I mean I'm giving up school hours so even that maybe wouldn't work but then weekends like I'm not gonna go and have a sleep sorry honey see you later I'm going to go take a two-hour nap <laughs> well I mean don't you take a nap on the weekends like that's anything a weekend over two hours for. is a coma yeah. Yeah. So anything over half an hour for me makes me jittery. So there's, so there's yeah. all different kinds. And there's like, if you want to look it up, there's a huge Reddit group. I'll, I'll find it and I'll put the link in the show notes, but there's a Reddit group for people. Cause there's techniques to starting it too, because like, yeah, you have to almost short yourself the first time so that you can sleep for that long in the middle of the day or whatever. But there's people that do multiple phases. Like there's all these things like geniuses that do like only 20 minute sleeps. And they space them out every so often. It's all like, it's all really intense for me though. If I just slept like a five and a two or a, you know, a six and a two, something like that, like, that's just a, it's a more like effective way for my body. Like I feel yeah. the best and I but found I thought, it on accident. Yeah. I thought sleep cycles were like four out, three to four hours or something like that. There's like 45 minute and like, which this is like, I would like to find out what my sleep cycles actually are. Yeah, because I think totally that might be get, part of my problem. I think you need tracking, some yeah. device so you can do some tracking yeah, and get some more data about it. I, and I want to know, you, like, you can like it. schedule. I know, right? Because then you can schedule <laughs> your sleeps according to like your sleep cycles. Yeah. So that's that's all part of it, so that you get the restorative benefits of it. But you yeah. have to be regimented with it, which totally. and it's it's tough if you you know. And if you have like a full-time job or you work for somebody else, like it's impossible. I mean, that's yeah. what I, I couldn't do it whenever I had a full-time job. But anyway, so there's not enough time in this episode to go into all of it. But if anybody wants to message me on the side about it, I love talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. You didn't know it, but I'm a sleep nerd too. <laughs> love it. Well, I'm going to jump in with some workspace hacks and, you, and someone it. might be asking, well, like this is kind of random and different from sleep, but I think it all, it's all connected. Um, I think having, cause, or I guess it's, it, it's connected when you work from home, I should say. So, yeah. um, I think one thing that's super important is have a dedicated area that you work. In other words, don't work from bed or the couch, like have a place yeah. where you sleep, have a place where you relax and, and watch TV have a place where you eat and then have a place where you work and like your brain like associates those things separately and therefore when you work your brain's going to be more alert and and in a in a state of of wanting to be productive not like being confused thinking like hey this is this is where we rest like what, what are we doing here um and so and then even if you don't have like a dedicated room just have a dedicated area of the room like you you might work in your living room you might have a studio apartment okay we'll have like a little desk off to the corner that's your workspace and yeah like that's my living work. room for example but this is my desk and yeah. this is where i sit to work and when i finish my work i don't sit at my computer for anything else it's exactly only yeah. I'm, I'm listening to tim tell this and i'm thinking hmm you know because sometimes i'll use my workspace for to watch you know yeah flicks or something obviously i have a a nice comfy leather leather chair there <laughs> that i'll sit in because i've got some big monitors and um and i don't really have a tv in the living room so um, yeah i think it can be really tricky right like my husband likes gaming but his computer is the same computer for work and yeah, gaming that's, that's so the problem for him has been that thing of like I really need to do some gaming to like let my brain switch off, but then I'm still sitting at this same spot. So he's actually worked out a way that he can send it to the TV. And so then he can go sit on the couch 
and do gaming with a controller, but it's still awesome. using the computer. So there might be hacks that you can use around it. Yeah, because there's any way you can get away from that chair when you're not. I've working. found this is a bigger yeah. problem right now too, where now socializing, worship, yeah, all everything computer. is on Zoom, and I'm like, I am like, I want out of this chair so bad. Like I'm, I'm yeah. over it because I spend so much more time at my desk now. It's like, ugh. I'm the person who does it on my phone, but then I'm holding it in this like really uncomfortable position and then I'm like, and I'm like wiggling it around. And you can't and see all the me. thumbnails good. Like when you're in a big yeah. group, I like looking. But I do that yeah. purely because I don't want to be sitting at my desk. Yeah, I no, I do that too on my laptop in the other room. It's like, I have the nice camera, the microphone, the lighting and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like perfect for Zoom calls, but it's like, nope, if it's not business, it's other room. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see? I'm, I'm regimented. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> I think, you know, just listening to this, because Tim and I have talked about this before many times, actually. We've probably even done some podcasts on WP the Podcast um, about sure. this very subject and stuff. And um, and I'm just, I've been considering, you know, getting a second computer for gaming because I haven't gamed in years. It was something that I love to do. And with the quarantine stuff, there's only so much work you can do or Netflixing and so I had been entertaining getting another computer, but now I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I can't I can't play that in here. I need to <laughs> this needs to be my dedicated workspace. And it yeah. makes sense. It's logical. Yeah. It just if you come in and it's you're going in the zone to work and stuff, it just makes so much sense to me and stuff. Cause I am conflicted when I because I do do personal and business stuff here at my desk. And, and Some I of it's just if you've got the space, it's about just a different scenery. And like, so I, I run my computer off a MacBook Pro and the advantage with that is I can take it somewhere else. And yeah. so then if I want to do stuff on my Mac, I can do it on the computer or out in another room. So, you know, if you can make it work with a laptop rather than an actual desktop, which I get that's not going to work for gaming. So if you're into gaming, that's not the solution for you. But if you can get away with a laptop, into a big monitor, I think that's a really good advantage to be able to separate work from play mm, with yeah. one device. Yeah. So absolutely. I think ergonomics for your productivity are especially important too. Yes. Um, having your desk, you know, your arms should, which I'm sitting, if you could see me right now, I sit like a frog all the time with like my knees up or like Indian style or whatever. And it's like, that's so terrible for your, for your back and your neck and your everything. Where your monitor yeah. is positioned, and uh, your armrests. So right now, I, I ordered this chair and I'm really, I hate it, honestly, because it doesn't go up high enough. I have long legs yeah. and it doesn't lift me up enough oh, no. to like have my arms resting comfortably. I'm only 5'10", so I'm like, I'm not like- This one's pretty ugly, but it lets you customize every single part of it. And it is honestly amazing. I, I hated it how much how it was looked, it? but- can't remember maybe 800 like it was expensive that's the thing there they cost a lot of money but oh yeah yeah but it saved me i was having lots of issues with my neck like yeah, all same. down this part of me and Computer um, neck. my husband said when he was going to work from home this was the only chair because they had it at his office he said it was the only chair he'd be willing to use and so i thought okay let's just get two of them let's just bite the bullet it's been great like honestly it, it was worth the money even though it really hurt at the time yeah we should put the link in the show notes for that chair yeah, so sure. this I, is the ego 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 human two if you look you're gonna have to spell that <laughs> yeah. ego ego 
Human no, I mean, like, in the, th- in the thread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll put it yeah. on the so, thing. But go ahead, Tim. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was having lots of neck problems, too. And so I had chairs that were supposedly ergonomic. I don't think they really were. Mm-hmm. And so I got this chair here, which DX Racer, they make gaming chairs. So people that are mm-hmm. sitting gaming for 10 hours straight. So this is their home edition. Uh, it still kind of looks like a gaming chair, but not quite as nerdy. Um, and so I have I got the nerdy that, gaming chair. <laughs> well, no, yours is the same one as mine, I thought. Well, it's a little bit different, but yeah. It's... But yeah, anyways, uh, since I've had that, no more neck problems. And it's not technically like an ergonomic chair but it's just a really beefy really supportive chair and it just forces me to have really good posture and so beefy it does a trick for me. i need a beefy yeah. chair yeah. yeah look i'll tell you mine mine's different it's the same make dx racer he's it is the same he has the home edition i don't think mine is the home edition is what i was saying um this one i will tell you i would go through two chairs a year because i was wow uncomfortable and well it's let me tell you it was the cheap chairs i was just grabbing the the cheap chairs and wear it out and you know it's time for a new one and i'd buy two a year and then i invested in this thing because tim had it he let me work in that chair for a weekend i went and went in around rock in austin when they lived there and he and i were doing some course stuff or something and he said, oh, no, here, use the chair, you know, try it out and stuff. And I sat Such in it for the house. weekend and yeah, I was like, I want to come. Holy visit crap. And I mm-hmm. left that weekend and I bought Corey and myself one. And they're like five or six hundred dollar chairs. They're not cheap. That yeah. was when was that, Tim? Three, four years ago. I think Something it was like probably that, yeah. close to four years ago. And this thing yes, is like, you end up getting your money back. And this thing is like. Plus, you save all that money on chiropractors and massages. And <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like it's like brand new still. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's it's, it. it's it's been worth its weight in gold. And obviously, and for those of us who are watching, if you're not watching, the irony of this portion of the show is that these two are talking about their chairs that they love while standing. Well, (laughs) I did that on purpose because I've been sitting the whole time. Yeah. And they have the sit stand us because I've been waiting for this to come around. One of our listeners or watchers on YouTube live, Scott, um, you know, he says it was his life changed when he spent a lot of money on an adjustable standing desk. And I will tell you that it makes a huge difference. I was sitting most of this, and then I transitioned to standing just by pushing a button. But I got to tell you, I have absolutely loved the ability to stand. Using a standing desk has been amazing. So, Scott. I just feel like I would hate it, but maybe not. You wouldn't. It's, It's no different. I mean, to take that break. I don't know about you guys. When I'm sitting for hours and hours on ends, I get the boat ass. I call it the boat ass. When I would fish all the time in those aluminum boats, swamp ass, or, yeah, like- or, or a bleacher bleacher ass, where <laughs> you're in a sporting event and you're sitting there the forever, and your ass falls asleep. That's what was oh, happening. Oh, I thought you were getting was- a sweaty butt. No, no, no. <laughs> you sit for so long, it gets numb, and you get yeah. The- I call it the boat ass or the bleacher ass or whatever. See, that's not an ergonomic seat then. <laughs> right yeah well, that's right now i i mean i can i can sit in this one all day long and stuff and and oh. not get the boat ass i gotta um I i'm gonna to- show this just for those who are on here but it's uh i didn't do the standing but i did get a neely desk 
which Ooh. you can't see if you're just listening. You pray and work. <laughs> one of these, and it keeps your posture better. And it, um, but you can't sit in it all day because like it's not really good for you to be in all day. But it does help with changing positions, just so you're not static all the time. That's part of what helps. And it just ma- and it makes you sit up a lot straighter because that's that's part of what causes us so many problems in this line of work is that we hunch, especially the more stressed you get or the more you're concentrating on something, you lean in and you bend down and you tighten your shoulders. And so if you can change and have your shoulders back a little bit more and have some better posture, just that alone yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so the, the desk that David and I have, the brand is called Uplift Desk. There's hundred different brands out there. I prefer, cause you can get ones that are like, you know, you have to lift up, crank, um, mm-hmm. I prefer the one where you press a button and it just does all the work for me. That way I don't have to think about it. And I don't have to think about like, oh, I really don't feel like going into stand mode because it's a lot of work, right? You, you don't want to, you just want to use it. Yeah, exactly. So I, it depends on the type of work, certain types of work. Like I just need to be sitting like, um, but like calls like this, like Divi chat and like tutorial, different things like that, where I'm talking a lot with my hands, like standing is just more natural anyways. And so I mix it up. I think, um, this like when standing desks got popular or started to get popular, I don't know, five years ago or so, there's a lot of data that w- was saying like sitting all day is terrible for you. Like it's almost as bad it as is. smoking or, you know, it's stuff like that. And, um, and then other studies have come out and said, yes, it's like sitting all day is bad, but also like standing all day is bad too. Like the important thing is that you're not doing the same thing. You're not in a yeah. static position for hours and hours at a time. And so having yeah. some of that changes from stand mode to regular sit mode or to kneel mode, you know, so you can mix it up and move is also really good. And then another thing, the Apple watch reminds you to stand up every hour. So that's another benefit of the Apple. This uh, episode 165 brought to you by the Apple watch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that would, that would be amazing getting sponsored by Apple. (laughs) (laughs) That would be very cool. I've got a few other things. Um, This little beauty is amazing for me because I have really, uh, I don't know. I I tend to like keep my hands like that when I'm typing if I don't have it. So that sits in front of my keyboard and my mouse. If you're just makes a really big difference. Sarah's holding up a black rubber. I don't even know. Like strip. It's it's called like a wrist support. A wrist support, but it's like keyboard, right? Like often people get them for their mouse. Like they might get a mouse pad with just like a little bit for Mm -hmm. your wrist. But I actually find for my keyboard, it's really useful. And the other thing I found that made a really big difference was I changed my keyboard from sorry um it's not showing very well but from a keyboard with the number pad to a shorter one and the reason that i did that so i lost the number uh number pad section means Uh that my arms my arms were kind of over to the left because the keyboard was so long and then you've got the mouse or else your mouse Mm. is like right out to the side but by getting a shorter keyboard interesting it meant everything my arms are just more kind of in front of me so that made a really big difference to this issue that i was having with my shoulder I got mm-hmm. a adjustable monitor. So I think that makes a really big difference. And I actually changed my monitor recently. And one of the options was to get the uh, removal of blue light as a part of it. And mm-hmm. so you can turn it on and off. So if you're doing color things, you can change that out. But it also has the flicker. Last time we talked about this, I talked about an app I use on my Mac that cuts out the flicker. Um, on your monitor and it is just it's free it just works amazingly we'll relink it I can't remember what it's called but when you get a new monitor I got an LG and it had that built into the monitor so I would recommend if you're purchasing one to look for that 
If not, then get the free um, software that will reduce the flicker because your eye strain will be hugely beneficial um, by doing yeah. that. Some people wear blue light filtered glasses. I don't. I don't like the way that they look through the glasses. I, I just didn't like them. Um, but I do recommend that you get your eyes tested regularly, even if you don't have glasses. And I know it seems like a really odd kind of thing to bring up, but I think regularly knowing where your eyes are at is going to give you the chance to do something about it if they're not quite working as they should be because that then impacts your sleep hugely. So I think it's all kind of a cycle. Yeah, no, I mean, that's such a good point with the eyes. Cause if you think about it, like web designers, like we're staring at a screen all day. So obviously they get strained, but also like, there's so much value in these eyes. It's like, mm -hmm. for example, like professional athletes, like they like, uh, coddle, you know, their legs, if they're runners and making sure, you know, doing the right stretching and having, you know, professionals look at them and, and, you know, they have all the, do all the taping and stuff like that. It's Cause it's like, like their career, like rides on those legs you know quite literally and so like for us like our eyes are really important yeah. so why wouldn't you do maybe we should get them insured my optometrist <laughs> I, just Turner her got her her. I just went and saw my optometrist in i think february and she said to me that because i'm looking at a screen all day um my long distance vision is reducing like the my eyes aren't working as hard at well, long that distance was nice before. of They're her not to not good. say you're getting old but basically what she was saying is if you want to offset that, you need to look into the distance at least kind of six meters away yeah. every 20 minutes. And if you do that every 20 minutes, your um, long distance eye muscles will start to work better again. So that's the recommendation. Yeah. Every 20 minutes, go to the yeah. toilet or look out the window or just look away for 20 seconds is enough. Also outdoor advice. exercise. It gets you outdoors and not yeah. only is exercise good, but it's also good. But wear sunglasses eyes. because yes. I'm getting sun damage in the corners of my eyes because I have not oh been wearing sunglasses. God, y'all are killing me. I can't, I can't remember all, all the things you're going to have to do, David. <laughs> I know it's so much work. I had a, a conversation with somebody. We were talking about our desks and the setup and things. I, I actually just got a new monitor as well. And it's considerably larger than my previous one. And it doesn't go up and down it just oh, tilts no. and so now it's even a bigger problem that my chair is too low and and I didn't even realize until the first time but like also my camera's way up higher now because the monitor's so much bigger but anyway um I was gonna say something else well, oh so we were talking about this and like how it hurts our neck and, and somebody said like I know what we do is so hard on our bodies and I was like, it is, but that sounds so ridiculous. Like if you thought like, oh, what's a job that's hard on your body? You'd be like construction worker or like, Armor, like ditch digger. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> sitting at a desk all day. It's really hard on my body, but it is. It is. Yeah, it really is. I think massages are hugely important for our kind. Mm -hmm. If you can, I if you can budget them in. My last monitor didn't lift up. And so my dad actually built me like a little stand thing, but you can buy them from anywhere or you can even put your monitor on some books or whatever. Yeah, I built, like there I are my own lots little, of I cobbled together my own little stand yeah. and I like, it's even so tacky, but nobody yeah, the, it, so the uplift fun. desk comes with like, uh, you know, all kinds of attachments and, you know, <laughs> I'm sure it does. Yeah. Arms that you can put your monitors on and, yeah. I have all of that and I've used it and it's great because you can adjust and stuff. And I recently just bought a new uh, external monitor as well. And uh, you, you didn't have enough. 
It's funny oh, I know. Because... I know why you bought it. That was my it, fault because I started interesting. messaging about it. Well, it is your fault because it, you know, it got me investigating. Um, but what's interesting is y'all are saying, oh, and this one doesn't go up and down. Well, this is the first one that I bought that has ever gone up and down. <laughs> because normally, <laughs> it's a big deal, right? the only thing that I do is I have an iMac, 27-inch iMac, and my external monitor for years has been televisions. I'll just go grab a, because they're a lot less expensive than monitors, you know? You can grab a really nice 32 inch high definition 4K <laughs> TV for a hell of a lot cheaper than you can a, a monitor, a for monitor. example. And um, so this is the first monitor that I've actually invested in that's a technical external monitor. And, uh, and it's nice. I got to tell you, it's one of those that it does. I had no clue that it was going to be adjustable up and down. But this one also does like the, it'll turn yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like portrait mode, you know, it'll go out of landscape and go into portrait. I haven't figured out what that's good for yet. Um, I think it's for What's people that? who, you can look at a whole webpage, yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, think it's people who do like spreadsheets or something like yeah, that. Other than I just the coolness factor to say, yeah, yo, check out my, yo. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, it doesn't. I keep it in normal land. If you're raising and lowering your monitor and your desk all at the same time, I feel like you would get seasick. Like that's just too much motion yeah. in one um, desk space. Yeah, I think I think your space is important. I think um, not only ergonomically we've mentioned and stuff, but I think psychologically, mentally, mm, you know, your work, your workspace needs to feel good. And I know for me, it's really, really important um, you know, that it's clean and that, you know, I don't think I'm an OCD person, but I cannot work from a cluttered area. Yeah. I need to have clean and, yeah. and you know, um, it just needs to kind of all flow. I'm the same way in the kitchen. When I cook, I clean as I go, you know, um, which kind of freaks some people out, I guess, cause they just pile shit up and in the sink. I can't stand that as we're going, I'm cooking and cleaning and my desk is the same way. I need to have some order and, and, and uh, just, you know, it's like, a I think that's hugely important. Yeah. I, my desk is very cluttered at the moment. And I have, um, since I have an apartment and this is, so to one side is all desk stuff. And then the other side, I have a, a fridge and a coffee pot and things like that in my little office area. And I like if coffee cups start piling up there or things like that, you know, or like, my cat is in here with me, obviously. She has toys out or something. But my desk is covered in papers. And it really, it's like, you can, like, you could still work, but I, I feel it. I feel like yeah. I'm not as productive and I feel way more, more anxiety or something. So then carving out the time to clean it up is a process too. Yeah, I have a habit oh, at the end have... of the day. I try and like tidy up my desk kind of to wrap up the day. And then I check my time tracking, just kind of make sure that that's all like, doing my proper time tracking mm -hmm. um, and then kind of wrap up the day. And it means you start the day kind of with a tidy desk, kind of ready to go. That is um, Another hot tip um, I recommend we've talked about before is some um, 
noise cancelling headphones. I know it isn't technically like your workspace, but to be honest, kind of since is, I started yeah. using noise cancelling headphones, it's made a really big difference to my focus of being able to just focus on what I'm doing. And also what I've noticed is there are certain times I can listen to podcasts, but there are certain times when listening to music, maybe some of David's like, you know, channel, whatever. There's another one called Lo-Fi Hip Hop on YouTube, which yeah, is great I, and I really like that. Oh, they have a that just, same channel on um, Amazon Prime. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Chill on Spotify hop. as well. Just like it's really chilled out. There's no singing, no like words or anything. But there are times when if I know I need to do a really big task and I really don't want to do it, putting on something like that that doesn't distract me but does help me just focus and zone in and I'm not hearing noises around me, it makes a huge difference. So that was another really big investment. I know these things cost money. You don't have to get the most fancy one in the world and maybe it isn't something you can do right now, but, you know, you could consider for the future as you go along. It's made a really big difference. But even just listening to music through normal old headphones will still make a really big difference. Yeah. Man. The noise cancelers for me, like I got the AirPod Pros and I'm sending mm-hmm. them back. I, I'm keeping really? I'm keeping the regular ones because huh? they um the noise canceling, like it was so muted that I was feeling like underwater, like and it was yeah. starting to give me kind of a headache throughout the day. It, but if you put it on like transparency mode, then the, there's little microphones on the outside of them that let the sound in, but they're little microphones. So like my hair was constantly uh, like, <sighs> yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. You know. the, I know what you it mean about driving me nuts. like the pressure feeling from the noise yeah. canceling. Um, you do get used to that because I, I just got some too right before you did. Um, however, I actually, I prefer these for exercising outside, but I might get another pair of the original because my original ones broke just for working, like doing stuff like this and video calls and everything, because I like them, the loose feeling where these, they like suction They're in so your tight. ears yeah. and I don't like it for casual like work. I, I, I would prefer just using these for. And then know. if you're not like paying attention, like, and I'm doing like, I, I got onto a video chat with a, with a client and I didn't even realize it was in um noise cancel mode and then it's like hold your ears everybody right now if you're not wearing headphones hold your ears and start talking that's how it sounded it was horrible it was like your head your voice filled your whole head when you were talking yeah. into it I, I like them like, oh, so just to say that we're all different yeah. Yeah. Um, we are all different. I, on the other half I love them so I have them I, I my love ears, them for exercise my ears don't yeah, work with the other ones yeah. And so I couldn't use them, but I only find them annoying if I have no noise coming into my ears at all. But if I'm listening to music, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. So yeah. like take it as a, it might work for you. It might not. It's yeah, a very totally. expensive mistake. If you hate them, obviously um, I would much more recommend this similar price range. I would much more recommend these for sitting at your desk and working because they sit over your ears. This for me was a convenience <laughs> other kind of factor. Um, so I would recommend these if you're trying to find something to sit at your desk and work there. I think they're a better option, um, but you know, they may or may yeah. not work for you like everything. Right. And you can't mm-hmm. try headphones. So maybe if you've got a friend who really likes you, you could try theirs out. And then yeah. the AirPods you can return though, I think. Yeah, right? Can you? Okay. Yeah. Like well, I, I'm actually, I've been wearing these really loose in my ear to where they're almost falling out because even with transparency mode on, like, I feel like I can't hear myself talking like I, I normally can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, it's just one of those things you just got to get used to, but I, I love them for just like out and about like exercise. Yeah. So for the second hour of Whoa. our, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> uh, I got things to do. I, know, I guess we better wrap. <laughs> 
Yeah. We need to wrap this up. We are blowing past an hour. Uh, we are. We don't have time for final thoughts. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, productivity is important. Um, sleep's important. Workspace is very important. All of this stuff. We hope that this series has has helped you guys out that have are listening to this on iTunes or um, if you've watched it on YouTube. We hope that this is. We've given you some tips and tricks and new things to try and uh, things to think about that may help improve your work experience. So, and if you have tips for us, send them our way. If you yeah. are a sleep nerd too, send yeah. us your sleep charts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Probably not. But let us know what you guys do, what apps you use, or what other techniques you do. We love hearing about all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in live, all of the live watchers on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, we really appreciate you joining us and and tuning in and, you know. And, chat. of course, Pablito. Yeah. Pablo for managing the, the room, keeping the riffraff straight. And no, I'm just joking. Exactly. We don't. Uh, all right. Exactly. That's it. Next awesome. week. We haven't hit the like button. Topic. If you Smash haven't hit it. the like button, do it and go to ratethispodcast.com slash Divi Awesome. We'll Bye, see everybody. everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>